Alright everybody, welcome back to week number 26 of your weekly buck busting podcast where we talk about anything and everything hockey. Ooh. My name is Kyle, surrounded by all the co-hosts. Yeah! And I love it. Alright, officially, officially announced earlier this week, the 32nd team, Seattle Kraken, will play their first ever NHL game Sunday, September 26th against the Canucks. Woo! Um, and on top... Um, with their um, arena still being renovated, um, they will be playing in the um, two of the WHL um, arenas, um, Seattle Thunderbirds and the Everett Silver Silvertips, um, against Edmonton and Calgary. Mm, nice, so, nice. It'd be nice to see that uh, that team finally get back. Oh, not back at it. At it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Another thing that I know Ethan had found earlier this week. Um, Big news coming out of St. Louis. Vladimir Tarasenko has officially requested a trade wow. out of St. Louis. Damn, that's crazy. So that's a that's <laughs> sorry. Why? <laughs> what? Huh? Say that again. No. So, I think I got my point across. <laughs> why do you think he would want out of there? Because well, I mean, they just recently. Oh, excuse me. I mean, within the last four years, four years they had their cup in 2019. Do you think and had a, a pretty deep run in what? Pretty deep run in 18, a halfway run in 20, and then have a first run elimination this past season. Mm. They but. seem like, and this again might be a little bit. You guys can. I want to know if uh, that sound that just came out of your body was. You, you guys can agree or disagree with me, but I feel like it's a lot of it's based on um, St. Louis losing Patty Maroon. Mm hmm. Because, I mean, he was good for St. Louis, but, I mean, he's obviously been better for Tampa. Mm-hmm. I mean, two cups, two back-to-back cups, show it. It's... Do you think he's going to try to go back with Patty Maroon? He's going to try to possibly... First... <laughs> Tampa Bay cannot afford that. No. Absolutely not. Derek can't afford that. And plus, they're, you got to think Tampa's... Pretty freaking stacked. Yeah. They, they, right they're going to be making. They're going to have to do a lot of trading and a lot of yeah, you know, a lot of cutting. Eighteen million over the salary cap. <laughs> okay, so a lot uh, of play. If they want to stay, they're going to have to take pay cuts. Mm-hmm. I see. Maybe even like. Man, I don't know. I see him maybe even going to getting picked up by like a lower level. Like I shouldn't say. I'm going to say middle of the run to kind of more bottom of the barrel team. So, like a team that either... Like that a playoff squeaks. contending team. Uh, I wouldn't even... Bu- I would say bubble team. So, a team that's that's there that could potentially make it. They just need to kick in the nuts to actually get them and into as the much as I know, And I know I've gushed about Detroit this entire season, but I could see him being with a team like Detroit. Put him on a line with Larkin. Put him on a line with Larkin and Verona. Maybe. That that I think would be able to put Detroit back in that playoff. Oh, yeah. But do I see it happening? No. I'm going to go to the other end of the spectrum. I think it'd be insane. I don't think they could afford it. And I don't think we'd see it happen, but I think it'd be insane to see him with a team like Colorado. Put him yeah. next to Nate McKinnon or even put him next to like Landis Cog. Yeah. Oh, holy shit. That'd or be- even send him to a team like Philly. Either Philly, as much or, as I wouldn't like, would not like to play him eight times a year. I think that I mean, either Philly, Philly, Philly needs help. Either that, <laughs> I'd say either Philly or Beantown. I don't think Beantown can uh, can afford him, especially with the, the lineup they have. One team that I was looking at because you know they have their own superstar on the uh, the train block, Buffalo. Do an old, old older well, guy, an older guy with it for Terrence. They can like a trade there. Yeah, do just, an, a Terrence and a draft mm-hmm. pick for somebody like Jack Eichel, who's. Who's already once out of Buffalo? Who has said multiple times and? Terrence like, just kidding. I don't want to trade. I want to stay. <laughs> I, I take that, it back. That would be pretty cool, psych debated. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, April Fools. Ah! Well, That's I actually Vladimir. It's July, so it's April where I come from. Okay, <laughs> it is April in Russia. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually I not a bad spot. I just either seen Buffalo or maybe some like Florida. 
Oh, yeah, the thing, like, another one of those, like, bottom of the barrel kind of <coughs> barely squeaking in every year, Dallas. Yeah. Somebody like them, too. A division rival. Well, because Sagan and Ben are still on Dallas, correct? Or... I believe so. Yeah, like, both I, those yeah, guys, yeah. Ben doesn't have much time. He's getting up there. Sagan, I I Sagan's also getting up there in age. Well, do you think that he might take one of their places? Like, if Ben would retire this year or next season, if he would get drafted there, he would say, okay, you're going to take Jamie Ben's spot, and then we're going to find another good player to replace. I'm having a brain for Yeah, Tyler Sagan. Saying that, okay, we're going to find another decent player to put on the line with sit with you to replace again this is i feel like this is a situation that we kind of ran into earlier in the season where we could just go through and list every team in the league as far as like well how they would work how this one player would work with every freaking team in the league and honestly i even see it if he really wants out of there why not ever consider him going to seattle being yeah, uh, being like a first or second line like, winger for Seattle, because they want to get something out of Terry. Ter- Ter- I was going to say like I don't. They're not going to just let him walk for free. Oh no, 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 no! They want to get saying... something out of him. Yeah, and as like, like I said, as a high caliber player as Tarasenko is, he he's worth a top a top pick. Or Here, how about this? Two letters, L A. Ooh, send them to the Kings. Because you want to talk about a team that needs desperate help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going to... K- sit- Kopitar's been struggling to have a decent winger beside him for the past better part of four or five years now. Yeah. And that's the same because Anze Kopitar is an absolute powerhouse. And really the only person to help him is Dustin Brown there over there. No, yeah, he's not. He's not. <laughs> that's no, like, he's a... He's exactly. He's a good, like, he's that's the, no, that's no, he's not like, Oh, Dustin Brown for being a fourth-line winger... Isn't doing much other than outside the physicality and the spectrum for LA. Yeah. So really, it's just Kopitar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. Well, um, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Reason I coughed Pittsburgh earlier. Imagine the second line of Kapanen, Malkin, and Tarasenko. But who would they be able to give up in order to uh, get somebody like Tarasenko? I'm saying Th- somebody like a player that they've already said might go into that protected list. Somebody like Jason Zucker, or Zach Aston Reese or Teddy Bluger. You'd have you definitely, see- you definitely have to pair them up, like do a, a Czar and a Bluger or a Czar and a Zucker versus you know just send them because not, uh, no offense I, to none of those players, any of those players, if I were none, to guess, none of them are worth a one for one trade. With if we're going Sanchez. off no. of reputation based, soul like sole reputation based on both ends of the spectrum, I would say probably Czar and Bluger for uh, Tarasenko. Yeah. I will as be- much as much as I like Teddy Bluger, I mean, he is one of my favorite Penguins on the team. He's became one of my favorites. But he after this year, there's a little, little wuss. I mean, not a wuss, but like he's he's got a temper to him. He does. I mean, I mean, and, what a hockey player doesn't have a little bit of a temper inside of them? Right for but, a fourth line center, like you, you need that. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I. That's why I say Bluger and Czar for Tarasenko. I think that would be a fair yeah. way. To... Or even throwing like a like a twenty twenty three conditional second, like a twenty twenty two third or something. Mm. You know, yeah. something like that. Yeah. All right, before we go too much further, moving in, who who was it that also rec- nothing didn't request a trade, but oh, Jakob Voracek yeah. had had said, oh, and his agent had said to the Flyers management, they kind of want to part ways. Whether that's a trade or walking to Seattle, he just doesn't want to be in Philadelphia. Granted, he has three more years left on his co- current contract. That's where, gonna where be is, interesting to see what comes out of that because that's kind of like what terms. Sorry to interrupt. Change subject, but that's kind of the same circumstance with Jack Eichel. He still has a couple of years, couple left of years on, on his contract with Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's man. That's going to be it's really. Like he, like, he could definitely be like that veteran piece that Seattle would take and I don't think they'd make him a captain immediately but definitely after a season if he proves himself he could definitely take a seat which I, def- I definitely think he has it in him to prove himself mm-hmm. even, oh, for sure. even yeah. for as old as he is because he's probably yeah. what he's got to be pushing 40 who is no. it? no he's like 32 who is really? It? yeah Jakob Vorchek He's like 32 and 33 I, at the oldest. I could have sworn he was like mid to late 30s. 31. Born Holy off. shit. Oh, That'll be th- uh, 32 or August 35th. Um, 35th. 35th. <laughs> August 35th. 
In other words, uh, August fifteenth. August fifteenth. Wow, I was a fucking jump. So, all right. <laughs> Who do you? Let me ask you guys this: What other teams do you think he would be compared with? If you were to, if you were to say, take like three teams, and you can say, okay, he'll be good on like the second or third line of this team. Ooh. You know, I, mean, I, I hate to do this with every single time we mention a player, but um, I mean, at least we narrowed it down to three. Well, I think every single good player you want to say needs to go to Buffalo because they need help say, in any any which way they could take. I'm it. gonna say here are my three. I'm gonna say Arizona, okay, cool, L.A. and Nashville. Well, do you think he can be on the same yeah. line as like Fat Boy Phil with Aaron Arizona? Phil's not in Arizona. Yeah, he is. Is yeah, he? Yes. Yeah. I thought he was in Florida. No, no he's no, in Arizona. That's You're t- I'm thinking of yeah. Oh, I'm thinking of Patty yeah. Hornquist. Duh. Because I was thinking, I think he might be a good matchup. But, you know, because that boy Phil's So I believe Warchick is also a right winger, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So they wouldn't, because Phil's a right winger, so they wouldn't, yeah. they wouldn't be able to be on the same line. I, okay, I thought, I thought Phil played defense. With both of them being right. I mean, they could throw. I'm sorry. Because I think Voracek has played center at least a couple times. Mm-hmm. So they could possibly throw, if, if that were him, they could throw him in like a training camp as a center and see how he does next to Phil. I mean, I think that'd be kind of nasty to see. Yeah. Like a v- Vorchek that would be nasty field. as shit, dude. But I, with Vorchek's speed and Kessel's fucking mm-hmm. snapshot power, forget about it. <laughs> that would definitely put Arizona back on the map as far as being playoff contenders. Yeah. yeah. I think they just missed the playoffs this year, didn't they? they? Barely I think barely. they're fifth in their division. That would they, they are like, like a point or two like behind Sanders. It's like one of those like but last, now you last look games at Arizona season, fighting for it and lost. But now you got to look at Arizona and be like, who are they going to be willing to give up mm-hmm. for Jakub Voracek? Because he's another one that comes with a pretty stiff paycheck. Yeah. And you know, you got they're going to. You have can to. even say trade him for somebody like Phil Kessel. We're on the same age, very kind of similar play style. Yeah. Just Voracek's a little bit quicker. I would hate to see Phil in the black and orange. Honestly, after a couple yeah. years ago being in the black and gold. I might cry. Like that hurt. That one would hurt. That one would hurt. Hit, hurt the bones a little bit. So my three, I'd agree with Arizona for one. Um, my other two actually would be uh, a place like Vancouver, Ooh. who needs some experience, as well as Montreal. Form mm-hmm. kind of like the the Caulfield Suzuki combo. Yeah, have like a an adult, uh, adult, not an adult, but a. A veteran, a veteran. Yeah. A veteran well, jump up. Imagine, that's for, that's virtually what it is, you know, an adult Voracek versus the two twin ch- children, as in Caulfield and Suzuki. <laughs> but Caulfield and Suzuki work so well. They with they each do, other. they do. So imagine that you would have, say, on the first line, you would have the line with the Toffoli, and then the well, you would have line with. Well, I would say even imagine Shea Weber and Phil. I know Weber's a defenseman and. Oh yeah, but even then, at the same time, you got to think. Oh man, probably my but, three. Oh, go, go, Ethan. Sorry, no, I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, but even what is Tafoli? Is he a center? He's a right winger. He's a right winger. Yeah, I don't know who I'd I'd pair him with on Montreal. He he did play a little bit of time with uh, Caulfield and Suzuki, but then got bumped up to the first line. So that that definitely left the AI a hole on that second line right right wing. But I mean, obviously Suzuki and Caulfield did fantastic without him. So yeah, probably for my three, I probably would have to say um, St. Louis, um, Montreal, or um, San Jose. Do like a Tarasenko board check and yeah. a drop kick. Yeah. A third round 23. That's kind of what I was thinking. I would think somewhere, keep him in the same division. Now that, you know, the angry torts is gone, throw him down to Columbus. They could definitely use a little bit more. John Tortellini. <laughs> and definitely somewhere where we won't be benched for, you know, 55 minutes. somebody like the, like, throw him to the Blue Coats. Again, where we won't be benched for fifty-five minutes game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, imagine Savannah you had in Phil. <laughs> All right, with the uh, the twenty twenty-one season actually finally being over, uh, let's go through the season. Uh, three shockers, three average shows, and three teams that actually surprised you with how well they did throughout the season. 
So let's start off with the three basement teams that didn't really, oh, didn't really surprise you. I tried Buffalo. It did, oh. And LA. I was going to say Buffalo, not surprising. Anaheim, not surprising. And San Jose being down there. I, I knew Detroit was going to be down there. I mean, obviously, with them finishing 27th, which is better than what they have in years past. You, you, you yeah. Yay, we get a participation trophy. Hey, at least you're not Buffalo, so. That is true. That is uh, eight, 18-game losing streak, which is tied for the most in NHL history. It's not surprising. No. Yeah. Uh, now, three teams you that were actually uh, shut, not shut. Your time. That were actually shockingly bad. Shockingly bad? Columbus. Yeah. I, would say, like, I would not Col- expect them to be worse than Detroit. <laughs> that takes a lot. I'm going to say Columbus. For my three, I would say Columbus. I want to say Jersey. Yeah. And as much as I actually really like this team, uh, the Blue Coats. Yeah. I would say Columbus. Vancouver, compared to how they played last season, they were ridiculous last season. As much as I can't stand them, based on how good they were last season, Philadelphia. Yeah. They're just shockingly bad this season. I agree with Philadelphia, but uh, one team that, well, I think kind of shocked us all, with the exception of Bobo, because he actually called it this season, is uh, Dallas. I was going to say Dallas. I mean, they weren't terrible. They missed the playoff spot, spot, spot by like a game or two again. Just like uh, three, uh, three points out of the playoff spot behind the fourth seeded St. Louis. Yeah. yeah. I would have to say Dallas, Philly, and um, Columbus as well. Yeah. We're still on teams that were shockingly bad. Yeah. Shockingly yeah. bad. Yeah. I'd- it's a shame. I I I really was pushing for the Blue Coats this season because I don't know. I just feel like they've really needed a breakout year within the last couple of years. So I don't think the Blue Coats have any cups to them, do they? No. Nope. I didn't think they did. In the history? Oh, in the history, yes, yeah, but not not in their their. The recent... last one was 94. 94. 94. 94. With Messi, yeah. So and they're then... going on twenty years, or thirty years of that one. Yeah, now on to the three, or just uh, te- any team that's sh- shocked you with how well they did this past season. Florida. Yeah, you, don't, you don't have to finish the question, it's Florida. Minnesota. Florida, Minnesota Carolina being the number one seed in their division. And uh, that's actually that. Oh, Montreal. I didn't think Montreal would even make the playoffs. I mean, Let I would, go I would honestly even go and say with our boys in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. I did not expect us to finish number one in the division. Yeah, we, you know. Devin showed our true colors in the playoffs in the first round, but we're not going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. No, but. no, 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 no. I think we need to dive into that a little bit. <laughs> Tristan, yeah. Tristan Jari, that's all we're going to say. They, um, they, they, Jari. they pulled a Detroit in the playoffs. Yeah. Well, it doesn't help <clears throat> that you guys have, you know, you know, Swiss cheese Jari and fucking yeah. goal. Like, especially with how we were playing that first half of the season, I'm like, man, this is finally going to be the year where we miss the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But then that second half of the season, Jerry, that second half of the season, man, was ridiculous. ridiculous. Unbelievable. Turn it, and then, turn it on. In the playoffs, he again showed his true colors in the playoffs. But Yeah. Um, so, my, so finalize my three are Florida, Pittsburgh, and Minnesota. Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I was going to say Minnesota for one of mine. I'm going to go with Arizona on this one of mine just because, you know, last year they were decent. And, and the year before the playoffs, they were. Though. I mean, they almost made a. Two, last two years, everybody under mis- underestimated them, and then they were like, like you guys said earlier, they're like two points shy or three points shy of each they round. Kind of get where I mean, yeah, from, yeah. You, yeah um, sure. you got, you're on something. And then I'm gonna go Chicago as well. Chicago is one of those teams that everybody kind of sat on this year, and they're like, oh, you know, they're gonna go yeah. far, they're gonna make playoffs, well, and, and they were just because, shot. I feel like that was because you know John Taves was out for so long. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely like they definitely played a lot better without him than I thought mm-hmm. they would. And then I'm going to go they, with... And they were with, without Kirby Doc for a good majority of the season, without Dylan Strome for a good majority of the season. So yeah. The first half of that season, that whole entire team was Duncan Keith and Patrick Kane. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and then I'm going to... My last team, I'm going to go with Ethan and say Minnesota. Minnesota as well, yeah. I think Minnesota was pretty universal. Yeah. 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 Uh, Kirill Kaprizov came out of nowhere, man. Yeah. Well, and, and lit and this league him. up, man. I mean... He, he smacked well, one of the trophies, didn't he? He got the Calder. Yeah. yeah. The Calder. Rookie of the year. 
I mean, he definitely he definitely sparked, but something happened like halfway through the season where that spark kind of started to fade. That fire started to just kind of go out. Mm. Maybe like I mean, three he, he, quarters. He played of the way consistent through. pretty much. He wasn't he wasn't point per game. He wasn't you know getting four or five points a game. You know, he'd get, like, two or three points in a game, then he'd, you know, have a game or two where he didn't, and he'd, you know, went on going, like, another four or five games point streak. and Yeah. And he's, he stayed consistent for majority of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, absolutely. And then I, um, Carolina, uh, Florida, and, um... I'm surprised you had Carolina, to be honest. I, I had them, too. Oh, I'm, yes. I'm, I'm pretty them to make the playoffs, but I didn't, I didn't expect them to be top of their division. Yeah, uh, so that's where I can see Colin. Yeah, they they were ultimately third in the entire league, only wow. behind Vegas and Colorado, and, respectively, and Minnesota. Two teams that made it to no, the third Minnesota. round. I gotta say, with Minnesota, Cam Talbot was great. This he was year. great for his first year in, with that team. Yeah, yeah, he did very well. Who was Cam Talbot with before? He started with Edmonton and then went over to Calgary in the Mike Smith trade. Okay, um, so I was right. He did go spend yeah. some time in Calgary. Okay. And I think he went back to Edmonton for a little bit, didn't he? No? no. He never went back? So he, he went, went Edmonton to Calgary down to Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. All right, and uh, wrapping up the regular season, speaking of the, uh, well, the NHL mock draft, not the mock draft, but the uh, draft, draft lottery, lottery. Uh, the battle for own power is finally kind of results with the number one draft pick going to da, 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 da. Buffalo. Shocker. Hold on. I'm going to wipe the shock off my face. <laughs> I, I, another young superstar's NHL career gone down the shitter before it even starts. Well, in I'll be honest with you. I was looking at NHL and I didn't catch the rookie's name, but he said he's, if Buffalo picks him, he'll be ecstatic. Let me look because there there was something he's I like, I would, who is who is projected to go first over. Owen Power. That's Owen, it. Owen Power. He was Power. like, if I would get drafted by the Buffalo Sabres, I'd be ecstatic. And yeah, he, he just has, he has to say that in interviews. Well, he, well, he's watching lottery like, and the first overall pick goes to Buffalo. Shit! Well, I'll, I'll <laughs> say, I don't know if y'all saw this, but the video back in the day when Connor McDavid oh, yeah. used to play for Erie, and then everyone <laughs> so draft ended. pick goes to yeah. you, and to the owners. Fuck! <laughs> 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 like, he, he loses on it, so I mean, it was clearly an edited video, but it was hilarious. yeah, it was hilarious. Mm. So. I mean, but you know, speaking of McDavid, could you of just the possibilities if he would have got if he would have went with like Pittsburgh or Chicago or one of those you know bigger bullier teams? Everything good? Okay, <laughs> I'm just clicking some. We thought something went wrong there. But yeah, if like I said, if he would go with one of those big bully teams like Philly or Chicago or Pittsburgh, and he could send just... him, I'd say even send him to a team like Boston. Yeah. Oh man. Dude, imagine McAvoy freaking... and McDavid. Imagine McAvoy, Marshan, and McDavid—the three M's. McAvoy's a defenseman. But but he would still have guys, and this is obviously before he got traded. We would have had guys like Zidane Ochara, mm-hmm. Patty Bergeron. Uh, oh, God, why can't I think Pasternak. Yeah. Pasternak, that's Costa, it. Yep. In back, I think Sagan was still on Boston back when McDavid was drafted. Sagan? Back in the day. So, Wait, yeah. Sagan played for Boston? He was drafted yeah. by Boston. In like 2008? <clears throat> players who forget who were drafted Boston. Tyler Sagan. Bill Kessel. Uh-huh. Bill Kessel was drafted by Boston also yeah. in like 2008. Oh, 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 it was always hold on. Oh, late. Uh, yes, me look. Holy shit, I didn't know Kessel had time in Beantown. Yeah, he's yeah. only two years, three seasons there. Two, two, he spent about two, five in Toronto, five with Pittsburgh. I knew he played for Toronto for a while. Uh, Sagan, this is from Wikipedia. Sagan in the first round, ninth overall in the OHL priority selection draft, uh, went to the oh, that's OHL. Okay, sorry. Uh, yeah, I misread it. I didn't really say it was in that way, though. Uh, I did know Tyler Sagan. Tyler Sagan, Patrick Kane. I give up. I can't find it. Uh, moving on. Obviously, to round off the top five, going from two to five is Seattle. Shocker. Anaheim, New Jersey, and Columbus. Detroit just missing out on number six, but... Oh, darn it. 
<laughs> they got, they, with that, that's, that's, that's suck, man. Yeah, fucked over last year. Should have gotten the first overall, and they got fourth. Playoff team got the first overall pick last season. Like it, it's the most Detroit thing to lose out on a fucking <laughs> first round draft pick when they're the thirty first place team. The most Detroit thing ever. Like I was, Ethan, Ethan just like shocked me more. <laughs> I'm starting to feel like Steve Dangle here. Yeah, you get louder and louder every every week. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? That's how you. We got the first round draft pick. I say you haven't started the voice crack. <laughs> you haven't started losing your voice yet either. <laughs> Good old Steve Dangle. Um, shout out Steve Dangle. He never probably never gonna listen to this, but shout out Steve Dangle. Oh my god. All right. Um. Now it's time to move on to the ploffs, baby. The ploffs. The ploffs. Uh, first round. Um. Big shockers, big not not shockers. <laughs> I was like, you're about to say big knockers. <laughs> <laughs> big shockers, big knockers. Hell Coming yeah. in at number one, we got Fat Boy Phil Castle. Hell yeah, <laughs> Border. But yeah, uh, starting off, you know, North Division. What shocked you? What didn't shock you? I'll I'll, I'll go on the, with the trend. What didn't shock me was the Toronto team losing team in, in Game Seven to Montreal. Okay, <laughs> let me let me ask you this, Colm. If Mo- if uh, Toronto would have beaten Montreal, who would who would have met Tampa in the cup? Vegas. You think? Vegas. So Wait. do you think Vegas would have won the cup this year? It, it, it wouldn't cup? have been in five. It would have been in seven. Oh yeah, yeah that would have been a seven game barn burn. You guys said that about this series, but just to brag, I just want to point out real quick that I predicted that cup final exactly to a T. Exactly. Okay, I said that Tampa Bay would win the first three games. Sixth week in a row that you brought that up. Only seen that the playoffs ended or series ended two days ago. Yeah, for sure. But to a T, I had said two weeks ago in week week twenty four. So you golf then if you do it to a T? Get out! <laughs> in week 24, I had said Tampa will take the first three. Montreal would win a big game four to four, to avoid the sweep, and that Tampa Bay would easily win game five. And Vassy played his fucking heart out that game, and we that's exactly what happened. You know, I just wanted to say that. But anyway, going back to the first round. <laughs> and obviously, uh, Winnipeg sweeping the Oilers. Yeah. That was... Not shocking. I was... Blown away yeah. when I saw that. I was not shocked that Winnipeg pulled it out. I was shocked with the sweep. Yeah. yeah. I, I believe in my I bracket, had, I had them winning in seven. I think I had, I had Edmonton in, in like six. I think I had Edmonton as well in six. I had them um, in six. Edmonton winning. I think Kyle's the only one that had. Yeah, yeah I, I know, I know for a fact Winnipeg. that he was the only one that predicted Winnipeg winning. Yeah. All right, moving on to the West. I mean, the West. Least. We're not. Sur- I don't think any of us is surprised that Colorado beat St. Louis. Yeah, really, we aren't. No. I, think I, pre- or, I think I predicted it in five. I got. I think we were all pretty close on that. What one. they? They swept them. They swept. Yeah. Holy shit. And obviously yeah. Vegas beating Minnesota, but shockingly Minnesota pushed them to seven. That's yeah. what I was yeah. surprised about was Minnesota put up a fight. They. I feel like they really played a hell of a season, both regular season and even into the first round of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like. They they played really really well. I have a lot of respect for Minnesota after this season. Yeah, um, and then obviously the much anticipated playoff match between Colorado and Vegas. Yeah, uh, that was a that, tough one to call. That that two top teams in the in the entire league going up against each other in the second round was a. Uh, I don't feel like really any of us could have seen. Uh, what happened like that was i feel like probably the most unpredictable series. that was i think most unpredictable series out of the entire i i think go i think rounds. i think going into that second round matchup between colorado and vegas i think we are all all here in the studio kind of like stumped like who's gonna win this mm-hmm. like we we were just like fried and like anxious to like- to see what the, this how the series would unfold. Because I don't remember who I ultimately good... ended up choosing once once we found out it was going to be Vegas and Colorado. I think I ultimately went with Vegas. And I ultimately went against them in the very first round against Minnesota, which that was the hard, probably the hardest decision of my bracket was to say Minnesota and seven. 
And when Minnesota had won game six to force game seven, I was like, I might actually be right. And then Vegas took away game seven and kind of broke my heart a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> my heart. My achy, breaky heart. Sorry. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that one was, I feel like, was the hardest. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Forward. I think that was the hardest for most of us just because we were like, you know. You have to look at it as Vegas being a new team, although they're on top of everything. Minnesota was definitely the underdog in that. Which field. that's actually one oh, thing yeah. you got is impressed with Vegas. Ever since our inaugural season, they've made the playoffs. And well, that's because season. they're that's because they're fucking stacked and loaded. The dream team. Yeah, and Seattle's going to be the next dream team. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It's Depends. too soon to tell because they haven't even made their team yet, but we'll see. I mean, the way Vegas played it out, and just who they, you know... Who... I mean, the rules are the same for this oh, expansion draft as the last one, so they could very easily end up with just a, just as a, of a stacked team as Vegas got. So we will, we will definitely see in the... In time will tell what we may see. All right, moving on to the Central. Um, any big shockers there between the, the two two matchups? The two first-round matchups? Um. Okay. <clears throat> Carolina, Nashville, or Florida, Tampa? I would have to say, um, um I was, I the was Florida really Tampa am- series because Florida actually were already have coming in hot, um, from the regular season. They were putting on the pressure on Tampa, like forcing it into Game Six. I mm-hmm. was more surprised with the other matchup between Carolina and uh, Nashville. Mm-hmm. I I would have never guessed in a thousand years that Carolina would have overtaken Nashville. Mm-hmm. See, I'm I'm not surprised, but I mean, at, I'm surprised Nashville lost in home ice. Yeah, yeah that in, in that game six with how well, loud that building can get. I, I, I think I'm most surprised by that. That's that, that the one series in the entire playoffs that I predicted to a bone with. I said Carolina in six, in my bracket. So yeah, I, I had I had no. Carolina in seven. Just because Nashville is, has always been one of those teams where when they need to, you know, tooth and claw their way, no pun intended, they will. And they can. Yeah. They're a very dangerous team when they're under pressure. Very dangerous. Well, and that just comes with experience. And, you know, a lot of their experience is the man between the pipes and Pekka yeah, Rene. Absolutely. I mean, Pekka Rene is an absolutely, he's a stud I mean, of I a goal. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Sorrow saw most of the ice yeah. time this season. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Sorrow saw, saw most of the ice time and actually saw the first three games in the playoff run. So is Pekka oh, really? hurt or did he get surgery or did they just bunch? Sorrow was just clearly playing better. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. Why, why bench the hot goaltender versus yeah. the cold well, one? Well, I was just curious. I guess I didn't, I guess I didn't really follow you say Sorrow all that much. No, I didn't either. It is yeah, that is also right? the one division that I predicted perfectly yeah, yeah. correct. I had, hey guys, Kyle got another one. And that that, that division, that division itself, I had correct. I had Tampa Bay in six when that, which when that one went to, ended up going to. I said Tampa in seven. That one went to six. Yeah, I got the Carolina one perfectly correct. And I ended up, I ended up predicting Carolina to beat Tampa Bay, move on to the third round, mm-hmm. which I got that one wrong. But. I was off. By one game that series, um, Carol- I had Carolina in six, but they ended up winning in five. But I was right on the bubble with Florida and Tampa in game six, Tampa winning yeah. it. All right, and then the final division, uh, East. <sighs> we have to talk about this again. Yes, yes, we do, Kyle. <laughs> no, I think I think again might have been the only one that chose Boston in this series. I chose, but I had Boston in six. See, I... No, I think I... I did you think, also choose Boston? Yeah, I think... I, but I had Boston in seven. I was going to say, when I first heard that was going to be the first round, I was like, that's... Ethan and I were talking... Yeah, because I remember saying, I know how much I hate Boston, but yeah. I, I'm going to have to give it to them yeah. in seven, because yeah. as much... As, again, as much as I hate them, I've yet to meet a Boston person from Boston that actually admits that they like the Bruins. Yeah. Um, But, like... As much as we talk shit on them, as much as we give them guff, they are a really, really tough team. Absolutely. They are are really a stellar team. They are. They're one of the grittiest teams in the NHL. It's just they have the reputation of playing dirty, and that's why Mm. people don't like them. Because they're more focused on the dirty aspect of them other than absolutely stellar 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, well, other, well, you have absolutely stellar offensive firepower in the one-two punch of Patrice Bergeron and Dave Pasternak. Yeah. I mean, and so many people are focused on, oh, bitch, bitch. And we've said it a couple of times, they made the right decision giving this seat to Patty. Yeah. 100%. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was he, the best move they made he, all season. He quietly lit that fire underneath that Bruins Absolutely. Well, and I feel like that was because Zdeno Chara was slowing him down. Mm-hmm. And I understand he spent, what, 14 years with? Yeah, all, f- 14 like years. All but, all but three years of his career with Boston. So. Mm-hmm. He did push, also push it. He's like 40. He's pushing it. He he's, he's, he's 39. He might be like 41. He's yeah, one of the oldest. He, act, he's one of the oldest active players. Yeah. I wonder who the oldest active player is in the league right now. Might be him right now. Sedano Chara is 44 years of age. Holy oh, shit. So he might be the oldest active. Next to probably... Probably next to Lundqvist. No, I thought Lundqvist was early 40s. Mar- uh, yeah. Marlo was drafted in 97. Marlo, okay. Yeah, Mar- dra- uh, Z- Big Z was drafted 56th overall, 96th by uh, the Islanders. Wow. Wow. So, the oldest... But yeah, I had... Ethan and I watched I Game 1... Uh, Ethan and I watched game one of the Caps-Bruins series, and him and I, after, that was one of the best hockey games I've ever seen, that first game one of round one, and Ethan and I looked at each other, and we're like, dude, this is going to be a seven-game barn burner, no doubt about it. One of the best games of the entire playoffs was game one between Florida and Yeah. Tampa. Yeah. Like, yeah, oh my dude. God. That shit was nuts. Uh, top three oldest players going from number three. Uh, Patrick Marleau, uh, 41, September 15th, 79. Big, uh, Jumbo Joe is 42, July 2nd, 79. Wow. And the oldest is Big Z, actually, 44 years of age. So do you see Big Z possibly what, retiring? Just when to, is Big Z's? He just had his birthday. Yeah, March 18th, 97. Oh, 97. Oh, 77. Man, I can't read my numbers today. Dude, that's crazy <laughs> to think that Zidane Char is the same age as my dad. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> He's an old fuck. Jump, th- jumping so, back over. I think- didn't you have Washington in seven? I, like, I had Washington seven. I, I had Pittsburgh. Okay, me and Colin. I had, Colin I had, I had Boston in five. If Boston. I wasn't, if I wasn't the only one, I know Ethan was the only only other one that had Boston. Or no, I did the Boston Washington. Yeah. Yeah, I had Boston. I had Boston again, but I think I had Boston in seven again. I had them in. I had, yeah. them, in, I had them in six, I, and they won in five. I think what surprised me was the fact they only went to five. Yeah. It shocked out of me. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think what didn't help was. The goaltending situation with Washington. Washington. Santanov went down, and then Vanessic went down. He mm-hmm. had Craig Anderson in net, who hadn't seen ice time in over in over a full calendar year. So I mean, that definitely wasn't probably wasn't the best in his wasn't definitely in the best headspace right there. It probably stressed the hell out. Holy shit, I'm in the NHL oh, I would have been terrified. <laughs> I would have been like, they were like, hey, we're going in round the first game back in the first within the last calendar year. Is you're going into round two of the playoffs. It's like. <laughs> Uh, thanks, Dix. <laughs> All right, and then the Pittsburgh Islander series. I don't want to talk about it. I think every single one of us got this one wrong. Yep. Yeah. I, think, I, I had Pittsburgh in five. I, I had Pittsburgh. I had Pittsburgh in six. I had Pittsburgh in six. So I was right on with when it came to how many games they went. Just wrong team. Just Same wrong man. team. Dude, that, that entire series was just a roller coaster of emotions. That first game, we're like, oh, it was a tough overtime loss. We're like, all right, let's rebound. We win game two. Game three, I'd say game three of that series is probably another one of the top games in all the playoffs. That game was yeah. insane. I didn't get the chance. I think that was the game where Brandon Tennant scored the go-ahead goal with like a minute and a half remaining. Yeah, something um, like that. On the edge, literally on the edge of your seat that entire third period. Yeah, like, okay, yeah, let's won. go. We uh, two games to one. We're gonna end up. We're gonna take this bitch in six. We end up losing the next three. I honestly, I think that game we broke our catch just a little bit more because we were all here watching it. Game five and game six was probably the. Most frustrating. Yeah. Game we lost game four. I'm like, all right, it's okay. We can still take this in six. And then Jari's error and double overtime of game five. I'm like, I I bet it on TikTok. I'm like, I'm like, this is we're done in six. Like we're not winning game six on the road. Like we, we I knew we were done right then and there. Yep. Especially with the barn. And then being... we were, we were showing some signs of life here in that that second period. And then yep. that, they scored what three goals and what was that a minute and a half? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, no, and I was even... like, and then nothing happened after that. We're like, it's over. Yep. So I was cheese Jari. I was talking to my stepdad, Paul, after game five, and he's like, dude, I'm not even going to watch game six because I know it's going to happen. He texts me the minute the game ended. He said, see, he said, CB, what did I tell you? Moving on <laughs> before we get too, uh, too emotional and right. cry like bitches. Well, you guys can. 
Yeah. Okay, Detroit. Listen, man. I can't be angry about the playoffs if my team doesn't even make it. <laughs> I mean, your team hardly makes anything, so. <laughs> no, no. Your team, your team couldn't even make the first overall pick, goddammit. <laughs> yeah. He's going to okay. punch us when we end recording. Well, I don't care. I know my team's absolute fucking dog water. <laughs> but you're a true fan. You stick with them. That's, yeah, I that's, stick with them through that's the bullshit. What, that's Six months later, hey, guys, I'm a Penguins fan. <laughs> no. No, I'm not going to cave in that easy. I can't, come on, come I, I, can, I, can, I can't sell out that quickly. That's what she said. <laughs> but yeah, another one of the most ridiculous games of that series. I believe it was game seven of that um, third round between Tampa and... It was game eight. Tampa and Vegas, right? Yeah. Tampa and Islanders. No, was... Islanders. Yeah, okay. Sorry, Tampa and Islanders. That game seven was... One, one nothing win. So. I think we were all here and we were on the edge of our seats pretty much that entire fucking game. Yeah. That game Tampa didn't nice. get the first goal until like midway through the second, almost the end of the second. Uh, it's towards the end of the, I think yeah. it was in then within the last like ten minutes of the second. Nah, I'm s- was happy. Yeah, definitely, definitely happy that they got the repeat. Patty Maroon that Ethan brought up got his hat trick, cups that? natural hat trick of cups. Hat trick, the hat trick. Hat trick, the hat trick Maroon. Yeah, because he won three straight. I think it was kind of funny. With- won twenty nineteen with St. Louis and now twenty and twenty one with uh, Tampa. I think it was kind of funny the fact that with the, everyone when they were getting their photo, um, he was yeah, the only he's, one. He's, <laughs> the only, he's the only one that's holding up three fingers. Everybody else, is Every, everybody else is sitting there holding up two, and Patty Room's like. <laughs> <laughs> and I gotta say, I, one thing with repeat with Tampa, it was awesome to see three former otters get their. Another cup. Who's again. the other former order? I know Radish. Was... Radish. That's it. Cernak and Sorelli. I didn't know Radish played. Uh, he's he was on the t- their taxi squad. Okay, yeah. I say I know he was he in was their. Dressed. I knew he was in their affiliate team, yeah. but I didn't know. Yeah, he was dressed, but just on their taxi squad. That's cool. You know who doesn't have another Stanley Cup this season? Corey Perry. Carey Price. <laughs> <laughs> that... Which. In my opinion, I th- I think Carey Price deserves one. It's just he doesn't have the team in front of him to do it. Stats. He needs to go somewhere else that isn't called Montreal. But the thing is, is Montreal's going to try and fucking lock him down. I almost guarantee it. You, you know what sucks, though? The last player to lose back-to-back Stanley Cubs of different teams. Marin Hossa. And what happened that third year? He won. So Corey Price probably going to win it next season. God no, please. <laughs> Whatever it takes to not that fucking Corey Pittsburgh. I I burn all my jerseys. <laughs> I give up. I give up. Hey, Colin would then turn into a Flyers fan. He turned into he yes, exactly. He would turn into a full time Tampa fan for sure. Oh yeah. No, I I I've slowly, I, even before the last two cups, I've been kind of slowly transitioning into Tampa. I I never had anything against Tampa. I've never loved them, but I've never had anything against them. They're one of those teams no, me like. Neither. You can't really hate them because they're never fantastically good, and you can't hate them because they're not bad. Yeah, you know? they've always been really. Middle like, I just felt bad for them for a couple of years because that how it ended in nineteen. You know, won the President's Trophy and got swept in the first fucking round. Which you kind of have to be impressed with last year's. Like they re- they got redemption. They from proved it. that they're like, hey, that was a fluke. We're, we're, we're for real this year, and they they, it. they pretty much show Columbus like. Hey, Just like, the third team to go back to back in the past what twenty five years since that uh, 97, 97, 98 when the Red Wings did it and then Pittsburgh did it in sixteen seventeen. Detroit almost did it in 0809, but you know Pittsburgh stole the second one from them. But we know Detroit sucks ass. <laughs> <laughs> but they, um, they grabbed everybody by the grundle. I was like, look, I'm gonna prove you wrong, and yet they did. Keep going. I no, I just I really appreciate Tampa. Yeah. And I've, I've come to really appreciate, and it's not even for the fact that oh, if you're winning teams, so I don't have to worry about my team. With no, I appreciate their play style. Yeah. I mean, they are aggressive as far as offensive firepower. They got rock solid defense. I mean, they, in my opinion, I know Colin brought up the term dream team earlier, talking about Vegas. In they, my opinion, Tampa is the dream. I team. feel, I feel like Tampa is the mold. For what NHL teams should strive to be. I mean, I know, like, 
if you if you're going like draft like fantasy wise or just like say who do you who do you convict your dream team? You're pick, you're taking at least three players from Tampa Bay to put on your dream team. Oh yeah, that being Vassy, Kucherov, and say. This past fantasy season that we did, I had Vasilevsky yeah, as my primary was, goaltender. And we chose he, him in the first round, which was yeah, kind of yeah. dumb, but... It worked out <laughs> it for me. Yeah. He definitely strung out a couple wins there. I mean, I got... You know, yours truly ended up winning the whole thing. Colin almost called me in that final... That, Final week, man. I was hoping Penhead was going to beat him out. Dude, that would have <laughs> Oh my yeah. god, I would have pissed my pants if Colin, I saw that. Colin would have literally th- shut off his phone, quit fantasy altogether. Kyle, <laughs> you're commissioner now. Good luck. <laughs> he would have quit being a hockey fan after that. He would have been like, I'm watching soccer now. <laughs> lacrosse, baby. What's wrong with lacrosse? I'm not saying anything wrong with lacrosse, but. Like kind of going. I'm watching women, women. women's field hockey. I'm switching. <laughs> I'm watching curling. Oh yeah! <laughs> Swipe that broom, baby. <laughs> Is that how you beat off? Kind of going back to Carey Price. It what I have to say was devastating to see him get this far into the playoffs and getting so close to getting his first cup. Yeah, and like he falling short. I keep forgetting that Carey Price doesn't have a cup under his belt. Mm. Well, he unfortunately, I hate to say it, he might end up going down. We've said it before, he might end up going down as one like, of the greatest to never win a cup. And that's yeah. just like... Monquist is gonna, probably going to be on, on that list. Well, because he's getting up there in age, too, ain't he? Jo- Jumbo Joe, Patrick Marlowe is going to be on that list. Well, I thought Patty Marlowe had a cup. They both came else. close in 16. When they <laughs> Excuse me. Bless you. Yeah, because um, <clears throat> we mentioned earlier in the season when we announced when they announced Ryan Miller was retiring, we mentioned that's another one I was thinking of. Yeah, that he he's unfortunately is as well. And uh, didn't even get a gold medal; he got a silver medal. I can't even remember. Wait, Corey Crawford had a couple yeah, under he had three. three. Yeah, oh, he had three. He had okay. 10, 13, and fifteen. Holy shit! Um, but one as much as we all were excited to see Tampa, we we do gotta give credit to Montreal. Like they were. Surprising that they made it this far into no. the No, surprise. I mean, some say surprising, some say not that they made it past Toronto. Oh no! I'm surprised was, that they swept past Winnipeg in round two. That's yeah. I was yeah. I was surprised they made it all the way to the Cup final. I just love seeing Winnipeg's reaction, fans' reactions on both YouTube and like Twitter. Like, yeah, we swept in a ten, and then a week later, it's just <laughs> same <so> thing. <laughs> same thing happened. Uh, and another thing is. Um, Vasilevsky was MVP, so that was awesome to see another mm-hmm. goaltender get a yeah get the MVP. So my question for you guys in Price, do you think being at the age he's at, he's gonna try to go somewhere else to win one before he retires, or do you think he's just gonna stick his gonna stick out his gun with Montreal well, and if he doesn't want to Teams with a lot of like the star players in the league, and that's just a salary cap issue. Like yeah. who who can afford to have him in pipe in yeah. in the pipes? Because obviously it's not going to be Seattle, mm. um, you know. But that's something that we can talk about on another date. But you know, you just—that's another thing that you kind of got to put into perspective of who can afford to take him. All right. Uh, speaking of affording people, top. Uh, I think these are the top five free agents as of this moment going into the off season. Uh, number five from Toronto, Jumbo Joe. Wow. Oh, okay. So, uh, number four is going to be Gabe Ramskog from Colorado. Ooh, really? He's going to be a free agent. Unless, Re- they, unless they decide to resign him. But Ooh. obviously, that's as of recording. Today, that's a, yeah. Hey, him in the black and gold. No, they, they can't, can't afford, afford him. him. Uh, It'd be nice, but yeah, we can't afford him. I, I kind of hope he resigns with um, Colorado. Because he's, he's a winger, correct? He's not a center? Or is he a center? I think he's a center. He's a center. He's a center. Uh, number three from Bo- Boston, uh, Mr. Taylor Hall. Yeah. Wow. That kind of, Shocking. I, that one wasn't... Because good. he only signed the one-year contract with Buffalo, traded over to Boston midseason, so now he's a... Yeah. Uh, staying in Beantown, number two is David Krejci. Really? Ooh, wow. Okay. Holy shit. And number one, definitely the biggest fish as of right now on the market... Is uh, from wa- the Washington Capitals, the Grade Eight, Alex Ovechkin. What? It's gonna, it's gonna be hidden free agency. This, 
this offseason. His I know. contract is up this year. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, Holy I, shit. I know he had released a statement uh, earlier. I forget when. He would love to finish his career in Washington. But the matter of the fact is, I don't know if they can afford him for another couple years. Yeah. Well, well I can see taking a big cut out of there. Just to stay in Washington. Yeah. Just to stay in well, Washington. Well, how many years do you think? He, how old is grade eight right now? He's seeming just Crosby, so he's like 34. He's okay. a year older. So do you think that... So he still has a... And he said he wasn't. We well, said this early. He was not going to He was retire. not going to retire until he beat Gretzky. Gretzky's well, cold, that's cold, what I was going to ask, like, how many years do you think that would take him? And then he'll At retire. At least another three seasons. I, I assume we're going back to the full 82 game schedule. But, three, three seasons at the very least. Yeah, it's just a matter of... Absolutely max, that's a five. It's just a matter of will he do it in Washington or will he do it in another uniform? Yeah. All right, and I know, Kyle, you have a fun, interesting yeah. fact for us this week. Yeah. A lot of people actually think or believe that the Stanley Cup doesn't have any spelling errors. That is 100% incorrect. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, Jacques Plante, back in, I can't remember if it was like the 40s or the 50s, he, with Montreal, he won the Cup five consecutive times, and all five years his name was spelled a different way. On the <laughs> <laughs> Five straight years. The, I, at, that point, what, uh, at that point, what? At that point, just be like, write it yourself. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just give him a sharpie. Just give him a sharpie. And <laughs> <give> him a, <laughs> uh, well, at that point, I would go to the league and be like, "Dude, it's on the back of my freaking sweater." Well, I think I think it's more of his first name. It's like J A S Q U E or something, or J A C Q U E. It's Jacques. It's Jacques. Jacques Plant. So it's like J A C Q U E S. J A C Q U E S. Or something. Something. I, I think that might even be wrong. But yeah. Five way, consecutive yeah. times. Either way, we can look this up after the episode. Your name is Jacquez. Jacquez. <laughs> All right. Speaking of after, after the episode, that does it for week 20, 26. You almost said 24. I almost said 25. <laughs> oh. I almost Don't said 25. Tune in next week for our updated expansion draft. Predictions. Yeah, enough coming up. We only have a couple more weeks left. The people. deadline for that for teams to put their final ballots in for players that they want to protect is July seventeenth at four p.m. So and then the expansion draft itself is the twenty-first, beginning um, at like seven p.m. So I'd be excited to see. Looking, look forward to that. I'm definitely. I've been excited that for this for sense. a while now. Yep, I think we all have. I said, release the kraken. The crackheads, baby. Crackheads. That's what the fans are going to call themselves. They're the crackheads. <laughs> yeah. Twenty six would surprise me. It's fucking Seattle. Yeah. Twenty six weeks, boys. Twenty six out of a potential thirty. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, yeah. y'all. Thank you. Yeah. Woo! Yeah.